0: everybody i'm cam stewart stick around ricky sanders from uh, daily rota will break down the nba with me and gabe here's the news update Bears and Packers, NFL's oldest rivalry. is going to open up for the 100th season in Chicago on Thursday night, September the 5th. Gabe also finding an early line for us. Bears minus four. I thought it would be around two, two and a half. No total yet on the game. The Super Bowl champion Patriots are going to host the Sunday night or week one. Their opponent is yet to be determined. Tampa Bay quarterback Jameis Winston intends to play 2019 at 250 pounds. That would make him the heaviest quarterback in the NFL. Currently, he's listed at 6'4", 231. Last year, Cam Newton and Joe Flack were the biggest, tipping the scales at 245. in uh, With the Niners, John Lynch confirming running back Jarek McKinnon will remain in San Francisco despite the team signing Tevin Coleman. Let's take a look at the association board tonight. Four in the NBA at 7 o'clock. Philly laying one and a half against Orlando, 219. Oklahoma City taking on the Grizz in Memphis. Thunder, 7, 216 and a half. This is an 8 o'clock tip. At 9 o'clock, we got Phoenix and Utah. Jazz, minus 15, 216 and a half. And at 10 o'clock, Brooklyn taking on Portland Blazers, 6, Six and a half. 223. More NFL news. The Browns have been in contact with veteran safety Eric Berry's agent. Interesting here. The Pro Bowler also visited the Dallas Cowboys last week. The Raiders staying in Oakland for a short time at least. The NFL approving the deal to keep the Raiders in Oakland until their move to Vegas. The Raiders' new stadium in Vegas, Vegas expected to be completed by August of 2020. At least one person co- close to Rob Gronkowski isn't closing the door in his playing career even after the tight end of NASA's retirement last Last night on Instagram, as we talked about with Mike Blewett, Gronk's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said he wouldn't be shocked to see the veteran tight end return sometime to the New England Patriots for 2019. Jason Witten returning from the to the Dallas Cowboys from the broadcast booth. Gronk leaving the NFL as one of the most dominating tight ends. 79 career touchdowns, putting him in a third-place tie behind only Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. Hey, brackets uh, for the Dell Technologies Golf will go over them a little bit later. They're still putting things together live on Golf Channel. We'll break that down. After surviving a big scare against UCF, Duke still listed as a favorite to win the 2018 NCAA Hoop Tournament, heading into the Sweet 16 on thursday duke three to one gonzaga four to one virginia plus 450 and unc sits at plus 550 biggest dogs lsu and the oregon ducks both lifted at 52-1 and despite numerous blowouts of the opening weekend, TV ratings up, viewership up 8% since last year, and obviously viewership spiking during the final minutes of that Duke-UCF thriller. As we got games in the CBI tonight, four games on the board. Coastal Carolina at West Virginia, Mountaineers minus half 157, Utah Valley at South Florida, USF minus 2 146.5. Longwood at DePaul. Blue De- Demons laying 14 and a half, and, a half. and Brown is at Loyola Marymount uh, Loyola Marymount 6.5, 138.5. one game in the NIT tonight Norfolk State at Colorado. Buffalo's minus 14, 147. A busy night on NHL ice with nine games, Gabon, a, a story today. Drew Doughty just teeing off on Matthew Kachuk of the Flames, who's who they're going to meet tonight. Quote unquote, I got no respect for him, none. I respect everybody else. I'm never going to talk to him off the ice. He's not respected by most of the people in the league. It's not just me. That's just a fact. So Kings and Flames tonight, lots of harsh words. Drew Doughty teeing off on Matthew Kachuk. A trio of games at 7 o'clock tonight. Florida at Toronto, least minus 226.5. Buffalo at the Devils. Sabre small favorites, 115.5. Great game at 7.30. We got Tampa Bay Lightning taking on Boston. The Lightning at home laying 115. Total six. Good one in the West, too, at 8 o'clock. Vegas versus St. Louis. The Blues minus 135. Total five and a half there. And as I mentioned, that Calgary Flames game, it goes at 9 o'clock tonight. Flames minus 330. Total six. Late game. S.J. Sharkey laying 400 against Detroit. And history is going to be made at WrestleMania 35, as we mentioned, the first ever triple threat match between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. And right now, it's going to be the only time a women's match has served as a main event. We have odds, as we mentioned, Becky Lynch, the favorite at minus 500. Ronda Rousey, Gabe's choice at plus 250. And Charlotte Flair, the biggest underdog out of the three at plus 800. I'm Cam Stewart. We got the DFS betting hour coming up. We'll talk to Ricky Sanders and lock in some plays, some DFS picks for the NBA slate tonight. Gabe and I will go over the college basketball card and the National Hockey League card too. So stick around, everybody. It's Red Heat and Rage, the betting DFS hour coming up now.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Let's
2: roll all all the way into level three. As we pick up the pieces uh, following Atlantic City. Shout out to Seal City Steve. Shout out to our boy Riggs. Uh, Thanks Riggs uh, for everything in, in atlantic city the vip uh, treatment as uh, you would have enjoyed yourself cam uh shout out to uh, to greg who we met uh regular uh, re- big fan of yours regular uh, regular uh, listener and viewer of uh, of all the shows first time in atlantic city i didn't really see much of atlantic city can to be honest with you you know i got there friday night friday evening we got there about you know seven o'clock only seven thirty or something and um and uh, it was really cold and kind of windy and stuff. Like, literally, like, the Oceans Casino literally is on the ocean. <laughs> like, it's literally like you open up the door, you're on the beach. Like, my drink flew out of my hand. It blew away. It was, like a $14 <laughs> drink. Literally. Yeah. Oh, it sailed. That's the thing. It Wind sailed there. away. Oh, yeah, it's... yeah. Like, uh, it was, yeah, it was an adventure. So, um, and I'll tell you, Oceans Casino, it's massive, Cam. 138,000 square feet of gaming uh, action. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow that's there i saw the side. room though because what was he saying those rooms were going for like didn't you say like close to a dime that's crazy like 900 that's
2: bucks a, yeah we had a nice room too with an ocean view God. and stuff um i had the blinds closed most of the time <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, no but yeah, of it was one of those deals <laughs> yeah, got it. it's sort of like city center or mandalay bay like there's restaurants that are open 24 hours There's a pizza place there's there's restaurants you know, there's no real need to leave. You got a sports book, you got a casino, but very upscale cab. Like it's it's sort of, you know, I'd say it was comparable to Mandalay Bay or I think, you know, it, it had that sort of city center feel to it to me. It felt like area yeah. where everything was really, really nice. But what's different is that it's not really a bunch of like really, really snobby people there. Yeah, it's kind of like the Vegas, people- but everyone's from Philadelphia. It's essentially people from Philly, like, for the most part, and Atlantic City, but mostly Philadelphia. A few New Yorkers, but it's mostly Philly. I put it this way, Cam. Like, the local Philadelphia sports radio station was doing shows from there, you yeah. know, like Villanova. Awesome. Everyone had Villanova gear and, like, Philadelphia Eagle hats and stuff. So it was very, very Philly feeling uh, to it, but... casino themselves i think you would have enjoyed it like hell i even i won playing blackjack so if i won you you probably would have won like you know the dealers were kind of friendly and stuff it wasn't uh cool overall you would like atlantic
0: city i do well lisa has been to atlantic city a lot and she loves it uh we were gonna go it's just when i saw the prices for the rooms that's what kind of just turned me off it's not about getting there it's the hotel and yeah, I don't want to put out rigs, but we'll, we'll make another trip there, Gabe, because I've always wanted to go to Atlantic City. I like to experience it. I'd probably hang out at, like, the Harrah's or whatever. You know me. I, that's why I stay at the El Cortez. I kind of like wearing my jerseys and people thinking, hey, you know, it's we're having a good time here. I don't have to worry about, like, I'm the, I, when I wear, like, hockey jerseys and golf shirts, like, I'm, I'm doing okay. Like, I don't have to worry about wearing jogging pants or whatever. I don't like to go to the establishments that are yeah. too nice. I like cheap places, <laughs> you know me. I'm happy everywhere.
2: I got nobody doing impress to he likes deals
0: deals
2: he likes deals i think we got a deal on brown tonight at plus six and a half against i think so Marino. too
0: i think so too
2: i'm liking brown in that game i don't know why colorado's not on the board it is we'll Except, find it yeah oh there it is under n.i.t All right, let's roll. Level three. We're into the DFS and the best bets. Let's bring in uh, Ricky Sanders right now. Talk some NBA uh, basketball. Uh, we've got four games on the on the card here tonight. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers take on the Orlando Magic. A little bit of live movement here. Ben Simmons will not be playing in this game due to an illness. Uh, we've got Oklahoma City at Memphis uh, tonight. Phoenix at Utah And uh, Brooklyn and Portland, which should be a pretty fun and entertaining uh, basketball game in the late night hours, 10 o'clock Eastern. Tonight, DailyRoto.com, Ricky Sanders joins us. Ricky, always a pleasure, my man. How you doing, Ricky?
3: Doing well. Did you guys happen to notice that Ben Simmons tweeted like a random emoji earlier and then he was ruled out? I wonder if that's what it had to do with. But uh, I went back and looked and he like tweets this emoji like three times a week. Have you guys seen that?
2: No, oh, what's the emoji oh. that he's
3: tweeting? Let
4: yeah, it's like Dad? it's
3: like a guy blowing smoke out of his nose. Uh, I I I thought it was weird. We were talking about it in chat today. Like someone sent it, like it might be an omen. And then I looked at his wall, and he the dude literally tweets it like three times a week. It, I don't know what his deal is.
2: I like your I like the, the fact that you leave no stone unturned when it comes to your DFS research, <laughs> including like following the Twitter emojis, the, uh, following emojis, the emojis. Strong. You guys see the emoji. Strong.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, is,
2: yeah, he's got smoke coming out. I don't know, maybe he means because he's mad he can't play tonight.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, I guess, but then he's mad three times a week about other things, so who knows what's going on in the mind of Ben Simmons. We just know he's not playing, which is our main concern.
2: Or he's telling us he's smoking a bowl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a cryptic thing that so he won't yeah, get caught, like, maybe. Who knows?
2: Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so, look at, looking at the card here tonight, two players that have been on fire here, uh, Damian Lillard. So, Damian Lillard says McCall has been out. Over the last four games, the Blazers have been on a roll right now, but he's averaged over 30 points a game. You look at the uh, the fantasy production, 52, 63, 66, and 50 points for Damian Lillard. And a player that he's playing against here tonight, D'Angelo Russell, who seems to me that people just continuously underprice. Uh, ricky i mean you know 7100 dollars three games ago 58 fantasy points at DraftKings, seventy four hundred dollars, 77 dk points when he when he exploded uh in the fourth quarter against sacramento uh you know even ended up you know you figure oh he's just a score 21 points but he had 13 assists when they played against the lakers for 49 dk points well what's your take on lillard and d'angelo russell uh tonight do you have a problem with stacking these two together
3: No, definitely not. I mean, game stacking in a short slate is definitely a a way to approach it. If you get in overtime, you know, luckily, that's how you end up hitting big. But at guard in general tonight, like, there's a lot of opportunity costs with whoever you play because on DraftKings, it's basically point guard and center are completely loaded everywhere else. You kind of just got to figure it out. And, I mean, Damian Lillard's gotten to the point where it's a legitimate decision between him and Russell Westbrook. So you got to think to yourself, you know, do I want to spend that extra thousand for Westbrook in a bad matchup? Or Damian Lillard, who, you know, there's no C.J. McCollum yet again tonight. His assist rate's up to like 54% without C.J. McCollum. They're running all their offense through him. So it is a legitimate decision. Uh, our optimizer tonight actually prefers Damian Lillard, which I never thought I would see, you know, for 1000 less than Russell Westbrook. I I'd certainly love him. I think for D'Angelo Russell's sake, now that he's gotten all the way up there to price to eighty six hundred, it's still not crazy expensive. Like he is their focus of the offense. But you've got like these these guys below 4K that you want to play, and you've got multiple superstars, and you've got these drastically underpriced centers in the mid tier where I'm only playing D'Angelo Russell on rosters where I'm playing Damian Lillard. So I think Russell's a guy you kind of toss out in cash games, but he's certainly not a guy you forget about in tournaments with the way he's been playing.
2: Amari Carroll at $4,400 catches my eye here, Ricky. Um, I know the Optimizer and you guys over at Daily Roto love Nurkic tonight. What's, uh, what's up with the Nurkic love tonight?
3: Well, the Nurkic love is – Both price and matchup. I mean, this Nets team against centers all year long has been one we've been targeting. 28th in defensive efficiency against opposing centers. The last time against this team, he went 27-12 and in 28 minutes. Uh, He's just a monster per minute, and I don't understand the price on him tonight. Like, we've seen Nurkic recently flirt with, like, 8K, and he's down below 7K tonight. So, I have a feeling Nurkic is going to be, like, one of the two or three highest-owned players on the slate. But I just don't see how you don't use them, especially if you're playing cash. So I think Yusuf Nurkic is like my number one building block tonight. And then for Damari Carroll, I mean, he started that last game against the Lakers, played 35 minutes. He actually was negative fantasy points, I think, approaching halftime. So he was really tilting, but he got it together in the second half. He shot 38.5% overall from the field. It's basically if we're going to get, you know, 35 minutes out of Damari Carroll again or even anything close. I think at 4,400 against a you know a Portland team that's been really bad against forwards all year long, dead last in defensive efficiency against small forwards, he's a guy you just have to consider.
0: Ricky, I want to talk about another Raptor. Good call, Gabe, with uh, Damari Carroll. What about DeLon Wright for Memphis the last couple games? Uh, he's 5,300 bucks tonight, but uh, 12 points in his last game. Before that, 12 points. 35.7530, getting more minutes, too, in the last three games, 42 minutes, 39-27. This guy's uh, production's really going up, getting a chance to play in Memphis. What do you think? Uh, he's, his production, basically, uh, lately, been pretty damn good for that price.
3: Yeah, that depends on Mike Conley. And as of you know us going on here, there still was no note on him. He's officially questionable. Don't know if they're going to rest him again, but a 5,300 – I don't think you can play him if Mike Conley plays. If Mike Conley sure. doesn't play, all, all of a sudden he fits into you know, the realm of, of playability. I just think it's a very difficult night to go there. Uh, I mean, Memphis a low total tonight, 106. And you've got now with Simmons ruled out, You know, TJ McConnell is basically a bare minimum. Uh, in that scenario, you would have Tyler Dorsey, who went absolutely nuts the last time Conley sat. Uh, you would have him available at, you know, I think it's 3,800. So, you know, $1,500 difference from DeLon Wright to Tyler Dorsey, I think you save there and spend elsewhere. It's just he's kind of in the middle of no man's land pricing-wise. I don't think he's a bad play. You could certainly use him in a game stack, but he's not someone, you know, that I'm going to use in, in a one lineup kind of situation. One
2: player that's absolutely going off uh, right now in, in the fantasy world is Jonas Valanciunas since he's been traded for the Toronto yeah. Raptors to the Memphis yeah. Grizzlies. 52, 65, and 48 in his last uh, three. $7,100 uh, tonight, uh, Ricky. Man, this guy, he, listen, he's always been a great offensive player. And, you know, people are seeing this in Toronto right now and going, oh, wow, man, we shouldn't have traded him for for Marcus Saul." And look, look at what he's doing. But at the same point in time, he wouldn't have gotten this opportunity. He wouldn't have gotten the shots in Toronto. And, you know, the Raptors are built for now. This, this team's either going to go to the finals and, Kawhi Leonard might leave after the year. So there's just so many question marks. I think they figured, listen, we played most of the year without him anyways. So Gasol's a better defender. But offensively, man, this kid's a, you know, this kid's a, he's a machine. We're saying if you put him on the court and you give him an opportunity uh, to shine offensively, he'll put big numbers up. JV tonight against Oklahoma City.
3: Yeah, he is the player I think I'm most torn about on this entire slate because you get the individual matchup against a very physical Stephen Adams. Uh, they played each other, I think it was you know, three-ish weeks ago, and Valanciunas actually played solid minutes in that game, 32 minutes, and failed to get you to 40 fantasy points. I know he's 7,100, but I think these guys in the mid-tier tonight, you really are going to need 45, 50 fantasy point games from because – the guys at the top will get you there. There's great value on this slate. And, you know, Valanchunas is playing without Joe Quinoa, So there's additional minutes available to him, too. So there's just a lot of ways to look at it. Is this physical center finally going to slow him down and take him back down to earth? Like, even if he ends up being like a 1.15, you know, fantasy point per minute producer tonight, it's not going to be good enough. So he's a guy I'm kind of on the fence about. I like Nurkic slightly better for slightly cheaper. But Valentunas, you know, again, is going to have so many minutes available to him that he didn't have in Toronto. And he's, like you guys have been talking about, been rolling. It's just, I think Steven Adams is where he meets the brick wall. So I could go either way on him. That price tag makes it tough to fade, but not impossible. And DJ uh, McConnell now definitely in
2: play, guys, that uh, that Ben Simmons is out Uh, check out the Daily Roto uh, website. Check out the uh, the Optimizers, dailyroto.com, Ricky Sanders. These guys have been killing it all year long. Thanks for the time, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Ricky Sanders uh, with us. All right. Game time decisions. Ready range radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ben Simmons is out. TJ McConnell gets the start. A uh, Nice uh, play for DFS uh, purposes. Before we move on to our best bets, other uh, top players that Ricky Sanders talked about tonight, Joseph Nurkic. Uh, tonight, uh, Nurkic against Brooklyn. I personally like that stack. And, you know, I think that uh, D'Angelo Russell is consistently sort of... Um, He's consistently underpriced. The guy's lighting it up right now. I'm taking Damian Lillard, D'Angelo Russell, Damari Carroll, Jay Crowder, Nurkic, Mike Conley, Joe Harris, and TJ McConnell. Uh, that's an NBA lineup that I threw together. But, Cam, I want to jump into the NHL a little bit right now just because there's so many games uh, on the card here tonight. and These these games, uh, the, important, uh, the importance level of these games are magnified at this time of the year. Uh, not so much with Florida and Toronto tonight, but uh, Florida the minus 205 favorites. Buffalo at New Jersey, um, total five and a half uh, there, minus 105. Pittsburgh and the Rangers tonight. Rangers, uh, big home dogs, plus 165 on home ice. But uh, our main man Lou from GameBlue.com even just tweeted us about the game. Said, countdown to playoffs. Got a big, uh, big game tonight between two teams. He could argue the best teams in East Cam that could be. You know, representing the East in the Stanley Cup Finals in the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Lightning minus one five five on their home ice.
0: Yeah, good call, Morency. You know, I've been looking at this game too and thinking, if Tampa Bay wants to play, I think they'll win the game. Uh, they basically, I had the Blues against them this weekend. They brought their D game and almost came back and won. The Blues were up three to nothing early into the game. Tampa Bay made it three uh, two. They scored a disallowed goal. St. Louis went on to win four to two. It was good for me, but I'll tell you something, man. This Tampa Bay Lightning team, even when they don't care, they're that talented. It's a game, Gabe. Even though they've got the President's Trophy, these are things you worry about, but... When a team like Boston comes to town, this is the type of game you don't want to lay an egg in. So I, I am thinking about taking the Tampa Bay Lightning at minus 155. They're a better team than Boston. They have better goaltending than Boston. They're deeper. And I think they want to give the Bruins a lesson saying, you know what, we're going to school you on our home ice tonight. We're the cream of the crop in the East. And Boston, hey, they're deep. Pasternak's back. We know about all the other guys. Marchand, he's a prick, but he's good. They have a lot of great talent on that team too. But I think Tampa Bay... Is a little deeper, Gabe. One of those things is Boston's more of a one-line team, where Tampa Bay can roll three at you. I like the Lightning tonight.
2: There's a lot of teams, Cam, that are playing tonight in the NHL that uh, are going to be in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you know, true. Like, there's a lot of
2: like playoff contenders playing against each other, like Boston, Tampa playing against each other, Vegas, St. Louis, another two uh, two teams that have been real hot as of late. I mean, Vegas eight one and one in their last ten games. St. Louis Blues have been playing good hockey for a couple of months. Uh, right now, um, you've got uh, Dallas and Winnipeg, no, more playoff-bound teams, I and mean, you got a monster, monster spread. But what uh, what was catching your eye tonight in, in the National Hockey League?
0: I'll I'll tell you one thing, Marenzi. Uh, the Winnipeg Dallas game has caught my eye. Um, Winnipeg. They might have won their last game against Nashville, but I watched it and I wasn't that impressed by it. They got very, very lucky. They haven't been playing their best game. I think they're really worried about making sure all their guys are back and healthy before the playoffs. As for Dallas, they've been really picking up their game recently, especially defensively. They've been getting great goaltending. I think the Dallas Stars go into a very tough place to play in Winnipeg and win at 120. Hopefully, you can get a better line than that, but on the book that we're using, Mr. Green, they're plus 120 right now, and I think I'm going to pull the trigger with Dallas, buddy. I like that dog. One thing, one thing with the Dallas
2: Stars is, really, Cam, since that um, since the coach and the owner and everyone freaked out, said it these guys were overpaid, <laughs> they've actually played well. Like, that really they sort have. of was the turning point of the year. It, would seem like, uh, it seemed like Ben and Sagan actually listened to the criticism
0: yeah it's cool and you, you could have just basically said we thought at the time they were going to say f you and this team was going to tank but you got to remember in a hockey team Renzi there's a lot of other guys and it's kind of like a band of brothers you fight for their guys dallas really figured something out too Radulov was another guy he got into a, a lip fight you know he was getting lippy with somebody he got benched then he comes back and has like a five point night it's really really weird dallas has a lot of you know Volatile players, but when they when they get angry, they play really really well. The Dallas Stars have talent. It's just sometimes they don't bring it out all the time. But I think they're in a good spot tonight. Uh, I think a lot of people will bet Winnipeg at that short price. I think it's the wrong team. I'm going to take Dallas. And you're right, absolutely. Since that incident, they've buckled down and getting pre- pretty good goaltending from Ben Bishop. Too, when healthy, he's one of the best. Well,
2: the uh, as Lou would say, the parlay playing pukes are going to be out in full force tonight in the late night hours. They are the, they the are. bailout special. Calgary Flames hosting the LA Kings. They're minus three thirty-three, and we've got uh, the Detroit Red Wings and the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Sharks now, uh, wow, Sharks are what's see, currently 390. By 400? three ninety? My four hundred? Yeah, three ninety. I see four
0: hundred. three
2: ninety.
0: I'm thinking about being a parlay, playing puke Gabe and playing Toronto. I one fifty-seven. Yeah, I see. I see Toronto minus two ten, Calgary minus three thirty, and San Jose minus three ninety. Comes out to plus one forty-one. I think I'm going to play that parlay. I think the Leafs get it done after losing to the Rangers. They're going to beat Florida tonight. I'll also take them in reg. Uh, the only reason Calgary has an incentive tonight, you hear about Drew Doughty calling Kachuk a dick. Like these guys don't like each other. He says he's the biggest prick in the league. There's going to be a lot of fights and anger in that game. I like it. Calgary's uh, going to be wanting to hey, if they like the guy and their team, they'll defend him and come after Doughty. They should be able to win on home ice. And SJ Sharkey lost. Uh, um, oh, sorry. Um, Vegas lost to the Red Wings in the last game when they were almost minus 400. I think uh, S.J. Sharkey doesn't want to do that. I'll play the parlay only at plus money. That's why I have to add the game. So I'm going to take the Leafs, Calgary and Sharks at plus 141. See what happens. I am a parlay playing
2: puke. I think you probably win, but it's true that you mentioned Vegas, uh, Detroit coming off the win against Vegas, Uh, Detroit have actually won three of their last four hockey games. A win against the New York Islanders, a win uh, against the New York Rangers. They lost at St. Louis and then uh, bounced back with a win against uh, Las Vegas. They're playing loose right now, right? I mean, uh, younger players are getting uh, getting ice time. They've got nothing to lose. You know, I get where you're going with this. It seems like San Jose uh, would win this game, but dangerous, camp, Dangerous. You know, uh, it is, Red dang- wings it is bit, dangerous. Uh, winning.
0: It's, da- it's dangerous game but the fact that san jose got dusted by uh, vegas that night i think it's kind of like a wake-up call for sj Sharkey. i think they understand hey detroit's coming in loose i'm obviously not not laying 390 because i'm not a stooge i think that's insane but if you take another other couple games at plus money and i become that p- parlay playing puke that uh, gamblu hates got to do it tonight because uh, i'm getting plus money in this parlay i don't mind going down with big favorites like that but the game I worry about the most is is that game. I, I feel more confident in Calgary at minus 3.30 winning, and I think the Leafs beat the Panthers tonight, but I think the Sharks will get it done winning a 5-2 you know, to two style hockey game. They'll beat up Detroit if they want to tonight.
2: Nashville's at Minnesota. and am uh, looking at Minnesota wild.
0: long and hard. Long and hard, buddy. Long and hard. These guys
2: are battling for a wild card spot right now. as They host Nashville uh, tonight. Minnesota's tied with Arizona, two points behind Colorado and three points back of the wild-card-leading Dallas Stars uh, right now. Uh, okay. This uh big, big game for the Minnesota Wild here tonight against Nashville. But uh, meanwhile, Nashville can't be uh, in too good of a mood. They lost their last game 5 nothing to the Winnipeg Jets. are now four points yep. back for first place. So Nashville are going to be surly
0: tonight, too. They are. I'm looking at that game. I think your first instinct would say, hey, I'm taking Nashville. But Minnesota's been better on home ice. Very gritty win, though. Um, Actually, sorry, I meant to say, Gabe, they've been better on the road. When they went into Washington, they beat it. They beat the Capitals down. They played great in that game. They are at home. They have to find. They have great fans there at XL. You're playing Nashville, a team that's beatable now. I think people will run to the window to bet Nashville at a short price. You're right. They haven't been good at home camp. Considering, not, like you Minnesota, said,
2: Minnesota, they're they're rabid hockey fans. They love the team. It's a hockey town. They're better on the road. And, yeah, like you said, yeah, they're 9-29 and on the puck line at home. More uh, money burners, 15-16-5 straight up on home ice this year. You're right. They're better on the road, this team.
0: Yeah, I'm just doing That's off the top of my head, too. I'm just thinking, like, I remember the last road games, too. They've been great. They really buckle down on the road. And at home, they try to open it up, and it doesn't work for them, Gabe. I'm telling you, though, tonight, I think they need that home crowd. They understand the scenario tonight. It's going to be a very, very tight game. But I like Minnesota. You're giving me plus money on the wild tonight. I'm adding it to my card. It's not my favorite game. I might play it for a half unit less because I like the Dallas Stars to beat Winnipeg more. Both are plus 120. I think one of those teams, maybe both wins tonight. Sign me up. I'm going wild tonight, Marenzi. Going wild.
2: Well, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, roll into Madison Square Garden. Uh, tonight Uh, penguins have been putting it together late in the season camp just as everybody sort of writes them off you can't write these guys off ever any any team with Sidney crosby has a chance camp doesn't really mean i want to lay the lay the price here tonight but the uh, the penguins have been hot
0: yeah if you want to put it in a parlay gabe i wouldn't uh you know stray you away from them but remember one thing got to give you important information chris letang out for the penguins again a team that's already thin on the blue line malkin was out before they're, they're a, team, a veteran team that understand, you know what, they still have to fight too. Like They're they're going to make the playoffs but you know what I mean, they still have to do their thing but I think they're really worried about having fresh bodies going into the playoffs so I got to, you know what, I, I can't take them tonight and I can't bet on the Rangers because I think the Pittsburgh Penguins win but hell man, the Rangers played a g- great game on the weekend game. They came into Toronto as a, like a plus 300 dog and beat the Leafs. They played great, great that game. Very good defensive, defensively and that goalie they got, Georgiev, he is amazing, man. He's the the Rangers found a real good one in him, man. He's going to be the future after the King Henrik Lundqvist retires. And
2: speaking of which, Matt Murray's been playing well recently. Cam uh, seven goals, He's only given up seven goals in his last four starts. And uh, get yep. this, he's five. He's five and zero oh, with a two-three-six goals against average and a nine-point-one-four save percentage in five uh, career games against uh, the Blue Shirts. So uh, yeah, taking a look at the NHL, we'll get uh, Cam's picks. Uh, the inputting yep. will be a little easier for you tonight, Cab, only because all the games that I like are late tonight. Like, oh, we, I like okay. the Brooklyn perfect. Nets, Southern Utah, Brown,
0: Norfolk <laughs> State. <laughs> perfect. I did, Don't I worry, I'll be around. Game. My inputting fingers will be golf. dancing. Yeah, perfect. I'll take a snooze, watch a little golf channel, and input. Oh, no, just get it out of the way. I will. I will. I'm joking. They'll be live. We'll go for a nap
2: later. (laughs) Actually, you know what? First game at 8.30. Start
0: inputting. With all 33, 30 Major League Baseball teams playing this Thursday, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com, who's looking to make someone their eighth millionaire winner. If you're playing MLB DFS on DraftKings or FanDuel and not using DailyRoto.com to help set your lineups, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a special discount. You'll get lineup alerts, weather updates, fantasy projections and the use of lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium package at dailyroto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your special discount today.
2: Laying it down, dailyroto.com will help you uh help uh, help you do it. Uh, we're going to be looking at it late down uh, tonight. Uh, so you got the Brooklyn Nets uh, tonight at uh, Portland. Portland have been on a run, and uh, Portland have actually Portland are a dangerous team right now. Worked their way up to the four seed here. Uh, look like they're going to have home court. Uh, McCollum should be back uh, in April and uh, they, you know healthy uh, for the playoffs. It Was a nice run for Portland last year. They're a fun team this year. Once again, the Portland Trailblazers. But Brooklyn have a. Brooklyn just have a way, man, of hanging around these numbers, Cam. Like, you know, if Portland get up by 10, if Portland get up by 12 tonight, Brooklyn won't quit. Like, the Nets no, will they not won't. quit. You know, like, they really won't. It sounds generic, and you figure, oh, no, well, they will. They don't. You see it time and time again. You know, the other They're, night they, they were down, down by
0: 25. 25 yeah, exactly. after the third quarter. They came yeah, back and I can won. remember. I can remember, like, three or four games off the top of my head. It hasn't been a 10-point 15 it's been 20 it's been between 21 and 25 points that they've come back in these games well down so you said it they're kind of like a pitbull morency they're relentless and i love teams like that i love teams that don't quit it, it's kind of like a, they're almost like college basketball don't worry about the first half you have it look at the tennessee game 25 point lead it means jack shit iowa comes back they lose in overtime it's one of those things they never quit they keep on top of it i like them lots of grit with that team
2: yeah and getting six tonight it's a tough spot it's and you know they've been on the road for a little while here but they've been getting it done and they need these games for the playoffs like their their schedule is extremely difficult so every night they know it they're like, they're giving their best the two games over 500 right now uh suddenly it's been a nice little uh nice little run for the nets we're getting six points i think the game can come down to the wire and in college basketball we talked about listen southern utah is a small favorite here tonight um, you know, very good on their home court, uh, playing in the CIT tonight against Cal State, Bakersfield. Bakersfield are just 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games, so it's not like they're a hot team or anything like that. We're getting Southern Utah on their home court, uh, just minus 120, minus 125 on the money line uh, right now. And we talk about these other games, guys. Yesterday, like Harvard got 10.5 against NC State. NC State don't care about the NIT enough to be laying 10.5 uh, points. They won by one. Xavier lost by two against Texas. Uh, what was the other one? There was another underdog that covered, uh, you know what, Utah, you right, State Raiders covered the other day uh, in this tournament. These dogs have been covering, man, in this stuff. Yep. We've got the CBI tonight. we got Brown getting six and a half at Loyola Marymount. I think Brown are better than Loyola Marymount. I think Brown are a decent program. They're they're 20 and 11. Agree with the you. Ivy League can play basketball. I think they can go in there and beat, they can beat Marymount or they'll take it right down to the wire. And Norfolk State, everyone's sleeping on these guys getting double digits here. Colorado can win this game, but 14's a
0: hell of a lot of points.
2: So I'm going to be taking points here. I agree with you. Here with I agree with you. State. I'm
0: going to, and I'm also I'm going to take Brown, Norfolk State. I'm looking at right now. Uh, big man on campus brought it up Gabe Uh, West Virginia I found on one of my books nine and a half instead of ten I'll probably buy it down to nine and Utah Valley getting three three dogs in a favorite I think I'm going to be dancing with in the games tonight uh is Julio there does he have any information on these games I was going to say uh I don't know if he's big card Julio medium card Julio or small card Julio tonight but there are games on the board
2: Utah Utah Valley have been on a roll but uh It's a tough spot playing in Florida here. It's a tough state. You're not getting a lot of points, but Utah Valley have been killing it. What's up, Big Card Julio?
4: There's never been a time watching the NCAA tournament where I've been disappointed with a team's performance. It's like watching Nevada in Des Moines on Thursday. Pitiful performance. Their body language dictated the team didn't care for one another. Coaching body language for muscle men showed they didn't care He didn't care about the game. Sure enough, talking to a uh, Wolfpack beat reporter after the game, uh, the team's been a mess. They've they've hated each other all season. Mountain West Tournament, one-star player out at a strip club, another fighting with one of the Martin twins. Uh, Pretty ugly scene in (laughs) Reno, and it, sure enough, ended in uh, a disastrous fashion in Des Moines. I wish I knew that information, say, at the Mountain West Tournament. That would have faded Nevada all the way to the bank, but you live and you learn. But, yeah, talking to a reporter, actually, more important with a team like Nevada. Travis. Yeah, Travis.
2: Success. Success can get to teams, right? It's one thing to go on a run. and next thing you know, when everyone's talking about you and you're one of the favorites and you're on TV all the time, that's when the ego started. Muscleman didn't do a good job containing the kids, evidently, good enough throughout the year.
4: Uh, Absolutely yeah, not. Supposedly, the the team that hated Musselman, he was a drain of a coach. If you look at their game logs, not many guys played. I think six, seven guys max throughout the course of the season. It was just a, a toxic scene in Reno, and uh, yeah, sure enough, it, it, it ended. Uh, it ended the way it did. Uh, other than that, it was a great week of action. Uh, Cam, I am a I am a small, small part now, but I agree with what your guys' analysis have been in these tournaments. The bigger schools. If they were snubbed by the, the selection committee, unless they have a good coach and a good team morale, nine times out of ten, they don't care about these tournaments, and the mid-majors do, which is why you're seeing, A, the lopsided numbers and why these mid-major schools are cashing such a, such large numbers.
0: Yeah, and we get good numbers too, right, guys? Because the bottom team, Gabe, is the home team, so we get extra points there. Sometimes, as Marenzi mentioned earlier, Are you going to be motivated playing in front of uh, your grandmother and a couple people in an empty uh, stadium where you can hear crickets? Like, a lot of the time, I kind of want to take the road team and their motivation, and you get the bonus points because these games are not neutral site games. A lot of them, the home teams are are playing. So I think we're going to take a shot with uh, some inflated numbers in these uh, CBBI, CIT type of games there, Julio.
4: I feel the same way. I haven't seen the number of the DePaul game back on their home campus. Uh, which is in Lincoln Parkers in Chicago, but A, not many people are going to show up, and B, 14 I don't and think the team's really interested. Fourteen and a half. I, I'm tempted to take that number. I, I mean, the Paul did show up uh, Central Michigan the other night, but uh, I just don't see the team having much motivation. I'm at Joe Valley as well in Southern Utah, but on no, your train there, okay. But uh, I'm tempted to take that uh, fourteen and a half uh, against the Paul. You know
0: you're anything about Longwood Morensi?
2: You know, You're yeah, cutting cut out, out. Uh, here, uh, Julio. Well, Longwood, I know they're not very good. They're 16 and 17. <laughs> <laughs> Longwood, <laughs>
0: hey, yeah. Longwood, yeah,
2: Longwood. Long, sounds Longwood. like
0: uh, <laughs> Longwood.
2: Sorry. <laughs> and you know, Cam. So, listen, Longwood. Um, Longwood uh, won their last game against Southern Miss. So, an impressive win for them. 90 to 68 wow. against Southern Miss. Uh, before that, though, they lost four games in a row in conference play. They they got drilled by Hampton by 20. They lost to Campbell by two. Um, they lost to Hampton again. But, you know, Julio brought it up. We've talked about this, that the teams also, like, the kids will want to win the game once it starts. But if you're on DePaul, you're thinking, who the hell's Longwood? And it's harder yeah. to get up for them. Then you come out, and like you said, the gym is empty, it's not the same as a regular home game, yet the point spreads are sort of being graded like the regular home games. And then a team like Longwood can would make their season if they're able to beat DePaul, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, actually I'm looking like, hey, at we, that
0: game now too. We beat DePaul. <laughs> it's a lot of points. It sure is, man. It's tons of points. Like these dogs tonight.
2: Yeah. One thing I will say though, I think like a team like Colorado would like to win the Nit. Like don't be. I think it's going to be Colorado and TCU uh, when, when we're all done in the NIT.
0: I like that prediction. Like, That's a good prediction.
2: Yeah, because they're not the type of program that'll be like, oh, it's an embarrassment to be in the NIT. We don't care. It's it would be like, hey, we won. Like if you notice, Pac-12 teams have done well in the NIT. Stanford's won the NIT a couple of times. Yeah, they're almost the kings of that, right? And Jamie yeah. Dixon. I, I think TCU's done well in this tournament before too. Actually.
0: TCU is also good to me during the re- during the year. Let's remember they only failed down the stretch. Maransea they had some big wins against good competition this year. The Horn Frogs are actually not a bad team at all when you look at talent level uh, and and the conference that they play in. I think they're a pretty decent team too. I like your I like your play. If I were to make uh, a future bet, I think uh, I'd be looking at the horn Frogs for sure. Hey, I'm worried about are. the yeah, Utah game. Ago. Southern Utah. It's gone down to one and a half versus uh Cal State Bakersfield there. That's weird. Like you thought it would go up. I thought that line would be going up, but uh it's interesting. It's going down. You like Southern Utah?
2: Sharks, uh Sharks are uh the the sharks are riding uh Bakersfield here, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh let's call us dull. I want to take Southern Utah. I'm a dull razor blade right now. It seems like I'm gonna really take 125 the like one twenty five on the money line.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the home team with uh, with Southern Utah, 11 and three on their home court. Um, I, you know, it's not like Cal State Bakersfield have like way better athletes than these guys. Look, Southern Utah coming off a nice win against the Drake, uh, the Drake. coming off a nice win against the Drake. Yeah. You know, they they don't they play against Montana and Montana State, etc. They don't play against the the best competition, but Cal State Bakersfield have been uh, really a, on, on a skid here too. They beat, um, they beat Fullerton, so we'll give them credit for that. And they did win at Fullerton. But I think with the altitude, it's going to be a tougher draw for them here going up to, uh, to Southern Utah. Those are my picks tonight, guys. Brooklyn Nets plus the six. Southern Utah on the money line minus the uh, 130, whatever the hell it is, minus 125 now. Uh, we're taking Brown. I like Brown getting six and a half against Loyola Marymount and uh, Norfolk State getting 14 at Colorado.
0: I like your plays, Marenzi. I think I actually might throw Longwood on there, too, at plus 14 and a half. Very small play. I don't care, DePaul. They have to win 15, They have to win by 15 points, and you're right. They're going to look at Longwood and go, who are these turkeys, and who knows? Maybe Longwood shows up and loses by seven or eight. It's a hell of a lot of points. DePaul I having think, to win uh, by 15? That's a lot.
2: And we see Julio in the chat. What's up, Julio? Yeah, your phone cut out there, buddy, but good to hear from you. Yeah. Um, I can't disagree with just blindly taking Longwood here. It's 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 uh, it's a lot of points, you know. Like is DePaul that interested? They're going to show up and just whack them uh, like that. Um, you know, they won exactly by fourteen against Central Michigan, but Longwood will be definitely the more motivated team coming into this basketball game uh, here tonight. But the the plays have already been sent to the inputter. No, I didn't hit send yet. No, you I did. Didn't hit I'm send. waiting. Ooh. I'm waiting. Hit the button. Sam, because what do you get... got? What do you got, Cam? <laughs> we got a minute before the stream ends. What oh. do you got?
0: Toronto regulation minus a half. Dallas Stars, my pooch plus one twenty-five. Minnesota half unit play on the Wild plus one twenty. Tampa Bay Lightning minus one fifty-five. Parlay play in Puke. Leafs money line. Calgary's money line. San Jose to plus one forty five. West Virginia minus nine. Utah Valley plus three. Brown plus six and a half. Norfolk State plus fourteen. Gabe, those are the plays. Wow, big card cam tonight. Yeah, BCC. Uh, small small units. Small <laughs> BCC B- SU small small units. <laughs> That's
2: great. It's like that's like Law and Order. There's a new show. S U. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: S U. Small units.
0: <laughs> dun, dun,
2: dun, dun 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 dun. Small. B C C S U. Yeah. So the uh, uh. the video stream has uh, come to an end, but we're still on. Uh, we're still on for a couple more minutes uh, on the radio here uh, tonight. A lot of people are talking right now, Cam, about. Um, about the Carolina hurricane celebrations, and if are they going too far now with the slamming the basketball oh. and
0: they're really really rolling it
2: out on a nightly basis now they
0: they are but you know what these fans love it because a lot of these guys have never seen a puck before and think about it now it's a cool place to be hey tom hey tommy you want to go down and see the those jerks play the carolina they're sitting there at the end of the game with the fans they don't just don't go what do we do at the end of the game at the acc start the car oh my god we lost money run to the bar across the street no one sticks around there it's kind of like a family thing now gabe like I, I get it. Sure, they're going too far, but that's the market you have to do this. And if you're the Florida Panthers, you should be stealing what they're doing because you don't get anybody going to your games. Get a gimmick. Find a way to put asses in seats. Do something. Hey, Carolina's capitalized on it, man. They're making money. Merchandise off the, these jerks' T-shirts. They're winning games. You know, are they the stupid ones? I don't think so.
2: Man, it would be awesome to see Carolina play Toronto in in the in the playoffs just because oh. of Don Cherry doing the games.
0: <laughs> I <guess. laughs> yeah, I know he'd just be so angry. <laughs>
2: right. Carolina won too. God. Oh, imagine on the road <laughs> and Cherry like yeah, he's I just know. like God. He's
0: hockey fans.
2: The <laughs> best part is though, Cam, is like he'd be wearing like a pink polka dot like suit yeah, and exactly. some crazy like tie, saying these guys just try to bring attention on themselves. They're showboats. Exactly. It's Excellent like, point. Like said, like, exactly. Don Cherry's made a career at being a hot dog in showboat. Yeah, like, I know. Exactly. I know he's like, oh, he's old school and he's gruff, but come on. The guy wears pink suits. Like, come on, dude. Like, his whole career has
0: been built suit. off of dressing flamboyantly. Like, <laughs> yeah, plaid suits, pink suits, peanuts. You know, he's got a, a tie with dogs on it. I, I, I know. I'm with you, man. Like, anything he's done at all. The Chinese suit with the big dragon. Yeah, like you can't say you're not a hot dog for what you wear. Hey, listen, Carolina's done it. They figure it out. They're having fun at their hockey games. Are they going too far? Maybe a little bit, but who cares? Who are the winners? They are. They're winning games, Marenzi, and they've got attention to their team, so they win. That's my take.
2: Minnesota Wild game, so big tonight for them, man. I see they trail by two points. They're two points out of I'm a playoff the spot.
0: I going to take the shot with the Wild tonight. I think they dig deep. They, they're one of those teams, man. They could just—you look at them and go, "How?" But if Doobie uh, st- makes a couple saves and you know their veterans do well, I think Minnesota can get it done. I gotta take them at plus one twenty. I, I gotta take them tonight.
2: See the uh, the Montreal Canadiens have played themselves back into the playoffs, so there's not a lot of wiggle room for them right now. They're up two True. points on the Columbus Blue Jackets.
0: Yeah, and uh, Columbus beat Vancouver last night five to nothing. They're the gave the the craziest team in the league. They suck shit, and then all of a sudden they win a game. Like I don't know what to do with that team. They've been good to me a couple times, but right when I'm about to fade them again, then they they come through with a win. Like I thought Vancouver, but was a good play last night. Boy, was I wrong. They won five nothing.
2: <laughs> I just want to get the playoffs start. When when do the NHL playoffs start?
0: A couple weeks. I think you? it's like April 10th. Like right when I go to right when I'm in Vegas, it starts. When I go there end of my trip it starts i think i think uh, that's the date april events. 10th right or somewhere around there
2: see of course like uh you can never find anything with this
0: crap i know i know it's so brutal
2: no, it's, it's just so it's 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 annoying
0: same, same units per game for the games all the same
2: yeah yeah i
0: just split it in four yeah like when's the uh
2: like, when's the last game of the NHL? Like, when's the last game of the regular season?
0: April. Right around uh, the final of March Madness, around my birthday, like the third or the 4th figure it out.
2: All right. Uh, good to have you back, uh, Yang. Uh, yeah, Yang.
4: Thanks. Thanks, Yang. All right, we good got the basketball, uh, basketball show coming up. Great.